Welcome back, everybody, to episode number eight of the CC Football Podcast. We took a little bit of an international break, just like the, <laughs> the players all over the world, and we're back now after a little bit of a hiatus. So, Craig, how are you? Doing well, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad to be back here recording another episode. Um, and we have a great, I think, a great episode planned. You know, it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We've got to start, as always, though, with with the Who Am I, which I am leading. I think I'm still leading, right? Um, right now, I am down 27 to 28 to you. So it's a pretty close match. But, yes, you're winning right now. So. All right. Well, let's do that first before we, we jump into what we're going to do. And since today episode is going to be about the Euros, um, that's going to be the theme also of our Who Am I? Sounds good. Let's do it. So do you want to go you first, go first. please, or, or, or me? You, you give me the player first. Okay. So the way it's going to work is we're going to, to make it a little bit easier on each other, we're going to, for the clue one, we're going to give the age and what group they are in. So kind of narrowing it down a little bit. But um, yeah, okay. So my first player, I mean, you know this is coming, is going to be in group F. Oh, group F. The group, the group of, of death. death. Yes, the group of death. So group F, and he is 27 years old. So he's in his prime right now. Hmm. And so, yeah, just for the listeners, group F is the group with France, Germany, Portugal, and Hungary. Um, so a lot of a lot of good potential players there. He's how, how old? 27? 27. 27. Ooh. 27 in group F. Um I I don't know if this is accurate with the age, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Ngolo Kante because I think he I think he's a little bit older actually, but that's my Ngolo guess. Ngolo Kante, good guess, but not correct. Mm. But you had the right position. He's like a midfielder, CDM type player. So that's your second clue. Midfielder, CDM. Type oh wait, no, 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 player. Oh, I messed that up. Sorry. You get two guesses, so I just gave you an extra. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so well, thank give, you. Give you your second second guess for clue one. Um, I'll guess as if I didn't know the second clue. Um, twenty-seven year old French, German, or Portuguese player, or Hungarian. Oh, or Hungarian. Sorry, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, or Hungarian. French, German, Portuguese, Hungarian. Um, oh God, I don't know how. I'm so bad with players' ages. I don't know how old anyone is. 27 years old. Um, <clears throat> Griezmann? No, not Griezmann. Okay. On oh, I actually, I, I completely forgot about the position that you Yeah, okay. So um, well, now, <laughs> I, would, I, would, I wouldn't have guessed, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I know. his position, he's a CDM midfielder. 
he's even played defend like uh, center back before, so he's kind of a versatile player. Um, that's not very helpful. So he's, but he's a defensive player essentially. Yes. On Wikipedia, his positions listed are midfielder and defender. Midfielder and defender. Uh, ooh. Uh, Kimmich? Good guess, but not correct. Oh, that would have been that was a good guess, though. That he's was a, a versatile, good guess. versatile player. Um, he's probably a little bit younger, though. Yeah, Kimmich. Who else is a versatile player? Who plays center back or in the midfield? Oh, I'm struggling here. Wow. This is tough. Group F is really tough because, like, there's so many good teams that are loaded with great players. Yeah, but I'm actually struggling to think of a 27-year-old who plays, who's a uh, who's a versatile defensive player. France, Germany, Hungary, Portugal. That's going to be something super obvious, too. Okay, it can't be, surely it can't be France, because they play with Pogba and Conte in a pivot. Um, and Pogba definitely doesn't play center back, even, <laughs> even when he's versatile. I think he has actually before for United once, but um, moving on. So not French. I'm ruling them out. I, I honestly, unfortunately, I don't know the Hungarian midfield, so I'm just going to have to assume it's not then. Germany, I don't know, Leon Goretzka, he's been playing in midfield. Uh, and then Portugal, Neves, Matinho. Who else plays in there? I guess I'll go with Leon Goretzka. Okay. Is that your second guess for Clue 2? Yeah, second guess. Okay. Wrong. Oh, no. But you had the right nationality. He's German. Oh, no. He's a German 27-year-old who's a midfielder slash defender. Who am I missing? I guess Kimmich is the obvious guess here, but you already guessed him, and it was not correct. Who am I missing? 27-year-old German midfielder or defender. It's going to be so obvious. <laughs> Every wrong guess for you is great for me, so keep on getting them wrong, please. Trying to think of German midfielders who are Tony Cruz, but he's too old and he doesn't play he doesn't play center back or he doesn't defend. Um, who else is a German midfielder? I don't know, Sammy Kadira. Does he still play for the team? <laughs> Ray Chan. Oh, you're really you're really reaching now, aren't you? Yeah, I can't I'm, I can't think of that many German midfielders. I guess I'm just going to have to guess center backs because I can't think of any more midfielders. Okay. What do we have? We have Nicolas Sula, Jerome Boateng, although he hasn't really been in the squad. 
Um, who's been partnering Sula? If Matt's Hummels, but he hasn't really been in the squad. Um, all right, well, I'll just start guessing those then. This is around essentially a pass with the because it didn't help me too much. So I'll guess um, I'll guess Boateng, I guess, even though it's not true. Yeah, it's not correct. Incorrect. Uh, and then my second guess will be. First position, you said he plays like midfielder, center back, right? Yeah. For example, when they played this past week versus North Macedonia in a crushing defeat, um, he played center back for them. Oh, I didn't watch the game. Oh, this is what I get for not watching the game and only watching highlights. Oh. I'm, I'm just going to have to pass this one. I can't think of anyone. Okay. Well, I will give you the next clue. This is his jersey number. Maybe this oh. will help you out will, a little bit. Will, Probably not. Will. But he wears number 23 for club and country. So it's pretty 23 hard. for club and country. 23. Oh, it's going to be someone so obvious. I can't believe it. <laughs> From the German national team. Oh, this is embarrassing. All right, having a blip today. <clears throat> but it's okay. We had an international break. You still have to get your, your yeah, feet. Yeah, no, I need to warm up. I need to warm up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, just, I have no idea. I'm just going to have to pass. Okay. Don't want to waste too much this time is, guessing. Yeah. This is the okay. The fifth clue then for one point. This should give it to you. He plays for Borussia Dortmund. Plays for Dortmund. As a midfielder. Midfielder slash center, slash center back. Slash center back. Come on. I think the audience is screaming at you right now. Probably are. Okay, who am I thinking? Borussia Dortmund. Hummels plays for Borussia Dortmund. I think Emre Chan plays for Dortmund still. Um, who else? German, German, German. Dortmund. The only two I can think of. I don't think it's either one of them. But I guess I just have to guess them. Okay. I'll go Hummels and, um, and Emre Chan are my two guesses. Okay. You got it right. It's Emre Chan. Oh, I said it like three rounds ago, and you said, "Oh, you're really reaching now." <laughs> this is oh, classic. oh, you, oh, I can't believe that. <laughs> messing with my for fishing for answers for me. You're messing with my head. Unbelievable! <laughs> I said him. <laughs> All right, twenty-seven. Oh, I honestly, I thought he was a little bit older. But... Yeah, so did I. Oh, I was, just, I was pretty surprised to see he was only twenty-seven. Also, he's not that versatile. I mean, he's a midfielder. Come on. He played center back for them literally last game. Did he? Yeah. I told you. Wow. Okay. Give I me your clue. All right. First yeah. Player, age and group. All right. My player. Let's see what we can do. My player is 26 years old and he's in group D. Group D consists of Croatia, Czech Republic, England, and Scotland. 26-year-old. Okay. My first guess is 
Oh no, he's probably too young. Um, my first guess is Raheem Sterling. Oh, no, it is not Raheem Sterling. Okay. He is 20. He is 26 years old. Right on the dot. Of course. All right, next guess. Mm, my next guess with the you're, I'm gonna go with a Liverpool legend here, Andrew Robertson. Okay. <laughs> Andrew Robertson. It's not Andrew Robertson. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Next clue. What is my next clue? Yeah, position. He plays a uh, central midfield. Okay, center mid. Is it? Uh oh, what's his name? Milinkovic Savic on. Is he Croatian? Yeah, I think he is. Is it him? It is not Milinkovic Savic. How old is he? Let me check. He's Serbian, I think. Let me check. Oh, yeah, he is Serbian. And he's 26. He okay. So I, I'm getting. Yeah, the age is right. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He is I'm getting Serbian. my age is right. Okay. Um. So, okay. 26 year old center mid. England. I'm thinking he's either England or Croatian because I don't really know anybody other, other than Robertson on Scotland and, I guess, right. Tierney, but he's not a midfielder. And Czech Republic. You're really, you're really, you're really reaching here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, let me think. 26-year-old midfielder. Is it Calvin Phillips? Is he 26? No, he's probably younger than that. That's a bad guess. Yeah, it's not not your best guess, is it? I it's just, not Calvin Phillips. Oh, he is twenty five. I I also I did think he was younger too. Maybe it's because he's like just kind of breaking under the international scene. So yeah. it wasn't a bad guess actually. Okay. So my next wait, do I have is that my first guess or second guess? That's your second. Okay, so next clue. So, Nationality. He is Scottish. Oh, no. <laughs> you ruled them out. I ruled them out. Gosh. Oh, no, he's he's younger than that. Um, I will say you definitely know him. Is it McTominay? It's not McDominate. He's a little bit younger. Yeah, that's what uh, I was thinking. He's but it's a good guess. Scottish center mid. Okay. <clears throat> Scottish center mid. Twenty-seven years old. Twenty-six. Oh, oh, twenty-six. Okay. Um. Born. Oh. October eighteenth, nineteen ninety-four. Oh, okay. I know that one then. Yeah, who is it? Yeah, okay, thanks. Uh, is it John McGinn? John McGinn. Yeah, there we go. Nice. That's the right answer. That's the right answer. Actually, I'm thinking back on my strategy right now. Scotland is probably not the best because there, because there's not so many people you know. Probably not the best team that should have gone for an English player or something. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, that's why I rolled them out when I was in, initially thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I can only name. That's probably the four Scotland players I can name. Okay, so how many players? Um, how many points do you get? I got three points. So, 
And how um, many did I get? One? You got one. So now I'm in the lead. One, but, one, but I should have got three because you played mind games with me. <laughs> 30 to 29. Oh, so, all right, all right. There you go. Um, all right. Well, yeah. that went longer than it should have because I was, oh, I was bad with my guessing today. But I'll get you back at the end of the episode. All right. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. So now we have a little bit of a game, I guess, that we're going to do. It's going to be, we're going to be predicting the Euros. So the groups have already been decided um, group A, B, C, D, E, F. And what we're going to do is we're going to decide which two teams we think are going to make it through to the knockout stages, I guess, of the, of the Euros. And I kind of have a random pair generator set up here. So after we decide the, what is it, 12 teams that are going to be advancing, then we'll pair each team up and then we'll decide based on those pairs who's going to win. And we'll keep on doing that until we get our Euro winner. So yeah, this kind of be in the spirit of international soccer and also no, March Madness, I guess, because this is a bracket, I guess, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, let's go. Start with Group A. Italy, Switzerland, Turkey, Wales. This is oh, an interesting this group. Is, this is a tough one, you know? Yeah. It could go It could go anyway. This group could go anyway. I mean, keep in mind, Italy, it's a massive football name. But in recent years, I mean, they have struggled a little bit. Turkey has got some really good results over the international break. Switzerland have some good players. And I mean, Wales definitely have a couple of good players as well. So this could go, I don't know what to predict here. I think I'm going to go Turkey making it through. Yep. I agree with that. I just, I just had faith in them this year. Um, They're just a solid team. Yeah. 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 They got some fight in them too, good mentality. Yeah, they have that nastiness that you need. Um, Italy, let's look up. Maybe I'm, let's look up. So who do they have on the team right now? Ciro Immobile, Stefan Chihuahua, Donnarumma, Moise Keane, he's starting to research a little bit. Verratti. I mean, they've they've definitely got some talent. Yeah, Verratti. I I think that Italy will make it through here. Yeah, they've got to. Surely they've got to. I mean, Switzerland and Wales, they both have some good good players, respectively. But I think the talent is going to win out here. And we'll probably see Italy and Turkey move on. Yeah, Switzerland and Wales probably have more big-name players than Turkey. But I don't know. I'm just, I, just, I just got a feeling for Turkey. I'm, I'm rooting for them here. Right. So Italy and Turkey. Okay. Group B, Belgium, Denmark, Belgium. Finland, and Russia. So... Immediately, I'm going to play. So Belgium's Belgium definitely through. going through. Yeah, yeah, Belgium's definitely going through. Then it's between Ooh. Denmark, Finland, and Russia. You know, we saw Russia make a, a run in the in the World Cup, right? When they held the World Cup, yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, this is Belgium. an interesting one. You know, Denmark they have some good players too. Um, yeah, so does Russia. I, I guess it's, uh, I'm I'm going to rule out Finland, unfortunately. Okay. Unless, what, what do you think? Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah, I think it's going to be between between Denmark and Russia. And I think Denmark, um, this could be, this is definitely very subjective, but I would say Denmark probably have a better team, um, but that doesn't mean anything necessarily. I mean, Denmark have, who do it? So they have, of course, they have Christian Eriksen. They've got... Um, Braithwaite. They've got Schmeichel in goal, right? Yeah, Schmeichel in goal. Um, who else do they have on the team? Uh 
They have Hoybier on Tottenham. On Bryce, Barcelona, um, Hoybeard on, on Spurs. Yeah, they've, um, they've definitely got a better team. Um, oh, Yusuf Wilson, who's on RB Leipzig. So, yeah, that, I think that Denmark's going to get through. What do you say? Yeah, I'd like to do it for the underdogs again, but I think I'll go with Denmark on this one. Okay. So we got Belgium and Denmark advancing from Group B. Group C has Austria, Netherlands, North Macedonia, who just beat Germany. Yeah, and big one. Ukraine. Ooh, this is a fun one. It is a fun one. I, once again, I, you have to put, I think you have to put Netherlands through. Especially yeah, if they pushed him. It's looking like Van Dyke's going to be ready for the Euros too. So that'll yeah, be a good and, one and even if he's not, you still have who like Nathan Ake and Delict at center back. Yeah, they have some yeah. good. They have some good defensive options, and then up, and then they have some good midfield options too. So um, I think Netherlands is going to make it through, and then it's between Austria, Macedonia, and Ukraine. Not any teams that you really um, think of when you think of European powers. Um, Austria has Alaba, which is good, but yeah, they have they have some others. They have Sabitzer, I think he's Austrian. Let me double check. Yeah, yeah, he's Austrian. Marcel Sabitzer, he's been linked with some some big moves maybe in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Marco Arnautovic. There's a shout from from the Prem days of old. Um, yeah, so. Unfortunately for North Macedonia, oh, should we pick them? Just no, no we can't. We can't. I, I, just, I don't think they're going to. Um, to be fair, they have um, um, what's his name from Leeds, Alioski. Right. They have Alioski on there, so it's not like they don't have any player players that we know. Um, North Macedonia football team. Let's see. They did put in a good performance. And, and I think they've historically they have had some big upsets, but enough so to make it. For reference, Netherlands is currently ranked 14th in the world in the FIFA ranking. Ukraine is 24th. Macedonia is 65th in the world. And then Austria is 23rd so ukraine and austria are back to back 23 and 24. yeah i'm i'm just gonna give austria the edge here all right i'll concede that one i I don't really i have a preference either way so i think austria can make it through yeah we're shooting in the dark for that one oh this will be fun croatia czech republic england and scotland it's actually that's not a bad group at all it's not it's tough it's actually a pretty Tricky group, especially if you're a team like England, who, I mean, with the the history, you know, you're expected to make it through to the knockout stages, you know. Yeah, I mean, England have so many good players, but they're all they're all young and they're all new, so you still don't know. And a lot of people don't like the way Southgate's making them play, and so you never know. And England do not have a good recent history um, when it comes to major tournaments. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I guess I mean, well, semifinals of the World Cup. Sorry. Of course, that was a good run. Um, but before that, I mean, they don't always do the best when it comes to I mean, tournaments. I still I, I would, I'd put them through. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then you have 
Scotland, Croatia. Um, Croatia is a good team, but you know they they have some aging players, kind of the opposite of England, right? And then yeah, Czech Republic and Scotland. So Czech Republic is right now is forty second in the world. Scotland is forty eighth, and Croatia is eleventh. And England's actually fourth right now. So um, yeah. I could actually see an upset here. I could see Croatia not making. Yeah, I mean, Croatia, obviously, Croatia, next best after England. Like, we didn't really need the rankings to know that Croatia have the next best team. Uh, but I don't want to be boring here. I don't want to just pick, you know, the team just right. based on rankings. I think that um, after looking at the Scotland squad, you know, and the Who Am I or listening, listing them off, they have some solid players. I think that they could actually make a run. And maybe you think? <laughs> surprise, yeah. Let's back them. Let's back them. Let's back them for fun. Let's back them. That'll All be our right. team that we're we'll back. We'll put the two English-speaking teams through England and Scotland. You know, so yeah, let's back them. All right, cool. All right, Group E is Poland, Slovakia, Spain, and Sweden. Ooh, Poland, Slovakia, Spain, and Sweden. I think once again, I'm going to okay, put so, so Spain's going to go through. Spain's going through. So then you're between Sweden, Slovakia, and Poland. Um, I, and I'm tempted to back Sweden. The return of Zlatan, he, what he does everywhere he goes is he wins um, just for the storyline. Just for the storyline to improve his own personal brand. Yeah. They have I mean, do you think that I mean, you think Zlatan will beat Lewandowski? Well, I'm not saying Zlatan's better than Lewandowski. I'm just saying that it's a better story for Zlatan to pull his team through, <laughs> especially when he's 40 to the past the group stage. Yeah, he makes a return from internet or from from the depths of retirement, um, international retirement, and comes back and and he's the he pulls his team, maybe a last minute winner in the last game to to get out of the group stage. Um, I'm back in them. I'm back in Sweden. All right. What about you? I think it's between Sweden and Poland for me. And honestly, I like the Sweden storyline. I could see Zlatan scoring a 90th minute header versus Poland to put them through and yeah. come second in the group. So group F, the group of death, we got one big name out of France, Germany, Hungary, and Portugal is going to be missing out. Or maybe two, I guess, if Hungary advances surprisingly um for me this is for me i know it's a group of death and all but i think it, i think for me it's france and portugal um and to me those are for me those are the two favorites as well um the very subjective i know but i don't know germany they've got so many good players but i don't know just i mean you saw them lose to north macedonia there's just something that's not gelling with that squad recently um i'm not sure what it is but even if it was France, I mean, we don't have to talk about France. They, they have the same team they had in the World Cup. Yes, they're a couple years older, but they still have young players on there, so they'll be more than okay. I mean, and those players are – none of them are, like, too old. Um, you know what I mean? Like, you look at the midfield, yes, Conte is, like, 30. Pogba's probably 28, 29. Um, you know, like, they're getting older, but, like, they're still not far off, but they're still in the prime. You know what I mean? Right, right, um, right. They've got and center backs. I mean, I don't even know who's going to start center back because we've got so many new center backs coming in. Um, you know, they've got like Pavard and Hernandez and stuff at outside backs who are you know not that old. They've got 
I mean, Mbappe is still young up top. And yes, they don't have that many forward options. Um, I mean, but, they have Bowman, Dembele. They have a lot of – I think they have – I meant I – meant, sorry, I meant striker. Oh, um, right, right. Griezmann. Yeah. Griezmann so I, and then Giroud. He's I old, mean, but he's he's performing. So I'm, I'm not opposed to putting France and Portugal through, but the only thing is, you know, Germany, although they've really been super inconsistent, like this is going to be – their manager's last tournament ever managing them. He's going to resign after this. And actually, that's true. No one really knows who the next German national team manager is going to be. Um, yeah. So maybe, maybe they're going to go out for him, you know? Yeah. Maybe. I don't, but look at Portugal's team. I mean, who do they have? They have Ronaldo, Bruno, Diogo um, Jota, Diogo Jota, Joao Felix, Bernardo Silva. Even at the back, they have Ruben Diaz, Ruben Diaz Joao Cancelo. Um, they've got Rui Patricio in goal, very solid. They've got the Wolves center mids if they wanted to use them. Right. Um, they have the whole Wolves team, honestly. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, um, like, I, I'm, I would probably say France and Portugal, but I think it's gonna, this is going to be probably one of the toughest groups that we've ever seen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and don't count on Hungary as well. Um, you know, they can always come in fighting. But, yeah, I would say France and Portugal. Okay, so we'll go with France and Portugal there. Um, so Germany won't make it to the knockout stage once again. And All right, let's get this random so, match generator. Yes, I'm going to create our pairings. Okay, so now for the first game, we have Portugal versus Denmark. Um, the second game we have is Sweden versus France. The third game, Belgium versus Italy. The fourth game is going to be Turkey versus Netherlands. Then Spain and England and Scotland and Austria. So we'll have a Scotland, Austria is going to mean that there's going to be some sort of sleeper team in the round of six. So let's do it. Let's start at the top then. Um, what was the first pairing you had? The first pairing that I had was I think it was Denmark Portugal, Portugal and Denmark. Yeah, share share your screen so I can see as well. Okay, yeah. Here we go. See? Yeah, yeah. Portugal okay. and Denmark. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Portugal in this one. I, I'm I told you I'm back in France and Portugal, so you can let me know what you think. But I, I would go Portugal on this one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Portugal is gonna make it through again here. Um, and I, if they do draw Denmark in the knockout stage i think they'll be pretty happy with that um all right sweden versus france once again i think I mean, yeah because i'm back in france i want to say france but i wouldn't be upset with uh with the sweden win either now we have um, battle of two heavyweights here belgium and italy that's going to be an interesting game but you know belgium right now ranked number one in the world italy is ranked number 10 but it's one game you know anything can happen I could no, see. It's be, I could see uh, Italy pulling it off, honestly. Maybe I, I could see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I want to pick Belgium, but I I couldn't see this one because I I think it'd be fun to see Italy, Italy, Italy winning here. Belgium's just just starting to get a little bit old in some areas, um, especially with. I mean, I think a lot of it depends on the health of Hazard and you know how available he will be to the team as he's really struggled with injuries at Real Madrid. So true. if if he can be healthy, maybe they'll change my mind. But 
I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're, they're they're the number one team in the world, so we're we're always reaching for excuses here, but we'll be fine. We'll we'll go with Italy. Yeah, we're gonna go for an upset. So Belgium, yeah. a shock, a shock exit right in the right after the group stage. Right. All right, Turkey, Turkey, Netherlands. This is where we test how far do we really back Turkey. I mean, here's my thing: if Van Dyke is back, I just, I mean, I am obviously pretty biased towards him because he's a Liverpool player, Liverpool legend. Um, then I think that the defense of Netherlands is going to be super solid with De Litt or Ake paired with Van Dyke. Um, and I, I, I think Netherlands will make it through. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're too strong. They're, they're too strong midfield. I got, you know, when De Jong, Van de Beek, um, or other people as well in the top the pie at the, let's go with them. Right. Sorry, Turkey. Now we have another big Spain and up. England. Oh boy. This would wow. be this would be some top tier oh. V right here. Spain versus England. Wow. I, I want actually I, I I like both these teams. So I don't know who I want to win. Yeah. Oh. I mean, Wow, this is this would be a tough, really tough game to call. You know, like you said, England has the young players, the young exciting talents. It's a matter of if Garrett Southgate can really figure out how to best manage them and how to best utilize his the talent at his disposal. Wow. Oh my yeah. gosh. I don't know how what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Let's let's say, okay, okay. I'm thinking, let's, let's, let's. Let's just count down three, two, one, and we'll both say at the same time, so we don't influence each other. Let's see if we if we pick the same team. All right, ready? Yep. All right. Do you have your decision? Oh man, I think I do. Yeah, I think I do. All right, ready? Three, yep. two, one. England, Spain. Oh, oh <laughs> no, no. I was gonna no. say Spain, and then when you said two, I changed my mind. So. Oh, no. I just, yeah, I think England, here's the thing. Gareth Southgate has them playing, like, he has them playing very, it's just they have so much attacking talent, and he just has them playing not really that much attacking football. Like, a lot of, like, you know, defensive football, a little bit more possession, and it's just kind of a little bit boring. And I think Spain are going to win that game um, if it comes down to it. But if you don't go and attack them, because Spain are so good at keeping the ball, tick-tack, passing around, breaking teams down. And I mean, I'm talk- talking about through history, but I think even the current Spanish national team um, yeah. can do that. And so I just think England, I just think, ah, yeah, I don't know. Right. I, that's I, I, like that. I like that. I think Spain will, will make it through. Let's go for Spain. Right. España. And now we have the team, the sleep battle, of the sleepers, Scotland and Austria. Wow. I'm back in, I'm back in Scotland on this one. So am I. So, all right. The only team, English-speaking team, is going to be Scotland, not England, remaining. So yep. now we have Portugal. Keep in mind, I was just going to say, keep in mind for the listeners that these are just randomly generated matches that we came up with, so it could be way off from what the actual matches are. Um, right. Exactly. In the, in the round of 16. Right. All right, so, let's, let's random generate one more time. So we have Portugal, France, Italy, Netherlands, Spain, and Scotland remaining. The pairs oh, wow. have been made. Scotland making it through so far. That's impressive. 
So now we have Spain versus France, Italy versus Portugal, and Netherlands versus Scotland. Yeah, we, we've wow. We're I can't believe Scotland's made it this far. We've really we've really backed them. the sleeper team. Um, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, we could be. Yeah, you know, we could be right. Um, man. So, Spain versus France. What do you think about that game? I mean, it's tough not to choose the absolute talent that France, France has. France have. Like, we yeah. Then again, I mean, Spain is very talented themselves. Spain, yeah, the Spanish, they're, they're no slouches. Um, this is a tough run for Spain, England and Spain back to back. I'm going to go for France. I think France have a good shot at doing the, the, the good old classic World Cup Euro picker-upper um, back-to-back. Picker-upper? Yeah, uh, yeah. That, is that the official <laughs> term? <Yeah. laughs> nice. All right. I'll, I'll agree with you. I think France is going to be making it through here. Italy versus Portugal. I mean, we were debating if Italy is going to make it through to the after the group stage. I mean, we ended up choosing them, obviously, but I think Portugal's going to Yeah, Portugal, them. Portugal. Yeah. Um, and maybe they'll go back to back heroes. All right. Um, and then we'll look with Netherlands and Scotland. Wait, how did this happen? We, we only have. Yeah, wait, I'm confused. We, only, we only have six teams. We what have. What happened to the eight? One, two, three, four, five. We have, okay, so there's six groups, and we chose two. Oh, it says possible next round. What happens? Is it, does, a, does a team in third come in possible next round, or what? How does that work? Oh, we've messed it all up because we didn't know the format of the Euro. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> we should have we done our research better. Oh, well, we can just – so let's pick – I'm going to say Netherlands over Scotland. I agree. Um, and then just for fun, because these are the two teams we've been talking about, let's just do a France-Portugal final. <laughs> Sorry, Netherlands. We'll just say Netherlands yeah, I mean, is the worst. Out of if, we were to, if we were to rank these teams one, two, three, I think Netherlands would be coming third, so – we have France, Portugal, and Netherlands as our final three teams remaining, and then we have uh, France and Portugal. The Netherlands. We, we we play a three-way match, and the Netherlands shockingly loses in the three-way, and then right. an exciting three-way match. Yeah, <laughs> and France then, and Portugal team up against them, and even Van Dijk and De Ligt can't stand against Ronaldo, Bruno Fernandez, Mbappe, Griezmann all coming together. Right. So France, Portugal, Euro final. Oh man, I I just don't doubt the abilities of Ronaldo in the Euros. I don't know. Maybe yeah, you think he's gonna you think he's gonna pull his team to victory again? Well, he didn't play in the last final, but you think? Oh, he's I think gonna... I think what's gonna happen is Diogo Jota is gonna pull his team. <laughs> to um, yes, assisted assisted by Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. For me, as a United fan, it's I mean, it's Bruno versus Pogba. Who am I going for here? Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna leave that out of the equation. Actually, I mean, um, I think. So, so we basically we've gone we've gone for a replay of, of the last Euro final. Um, yeah. 
So that's I think France should have I I think France should have won last the Euros last time around. I think that well, okay, don't get me wrong, Portugal deserved to as well for just sure performances and mentality and pulling it out. Um, especially without Ronaldo in the final. But I think France second shot, they're not gonna let it slip this time. So I'm going for France. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna be split here, Portugal and France. You're going so, to Portugal. We're. I'm gonna predict Portugal to win the the Euros, and you're gonna predict France, and then over the summer we'll revisit this episode. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. All right, all right. And we'll see who is who is right. Okay. All right, France versus Portugal. All right, so let's jump to. That was good. That was good. I think we that did. Good. We did okay. We. Because we picked we picked some obvious ones, but then we also, um, we also we 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 I mean we had Scotland going. Yeah. To, I mean, uh, the, I mean the final yeah. six or whatever we had the final six. <laughs> every I mean every year there's a team um, that, that that makes it farther than anyone would expect, you know. So. Yeah. All right. Um, before we do our last our final, who am I? I think we had a couple interesting stories going around the transfer world, Clay. Yeah, I mean, the biggest one was yesterday, the here we go confirmed guy, Fabrizio Romano. Fabrizio Romano. He's, he's like the the god of international transfers. You know, once he says it, it's a fact, right? Yeah. And he reported that Holland was Holland's agent, Mino Raiola, and his father were in Spain talking to Madrid and Barcelona, and then he also has li- lined up some some other meetings with Liverpool, Manchester City, Chelsea, and Bayern. Um, and I think that they're kind of doing a little bit of a tour in order to, to gauge what the plans are for the young star and to see who, who they want to go to for his new club, you know, because Holland can basically go and play wherever he wants. Right. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, it's pretty interesting. I think that this is heating up. It'll be interesting to see if a team is willing to pay the money that Dortmund want to secure Holland in the summer because apparently he has a release clause for the summer of 2022. That's a little bit cheaper. Um, but maybe the teams will try to cut the line, per se, and and get him this, this year, right? Because, I mean, you know, some of these teams, like especially Liverpool and City, they, they can really use a striker – next year and he would be at the top of both the list, I would say if money Yeah, that's there. that's that's the thing I just as you were running through the names, I was trying to think I was like, okay, let me just go based off of which team do I think needs a striker the most. Um and honestly they they all really, really need a striker. I mean Barcelona, they've let go Suarez, they need to replace him properly. Um Liverpool, I mean they don't even I mean Firmino's not a real striker anyways. He plays a little bit different and even Salah and Mane aren't getting any younger, and so they need some freshness in attack, and they need a forward. Um, who's who's even Liverpool's if they had to have a striker who played as a striker? I, I mean, from even that Origi comes off. Origi the bench, or but. or I mean, Jota's played down the middle a decent amount, especially in the last few games when Firmino was out. He he filled in in the as the I guess number. Yeah, nine. Um, that's true. Chelsea. I mean, Tammy Abraham's a good talent. But they still have to turn to the route to pull it out when they really need it. And but they also just signed Timo Werner. I mean, like, do you think they're actually going to splash to cash big again for a, a big striker? That's true, but I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's better suited to the wing, or to 
forward. That's true. He could he could fill in. Uh, he could play forward. I mean, he has played forward. And he's- okay, I have a question to ask for you then. If you were Holland, you know, you can go play at any of these clubs, and well, any of these clubs will want to will want to buy you. Which yeah. one would you go to? I mean, from my perspective, Madrid has Benzema. It's going to be tough to displace him as the number nine. And he's though, not getting younger either. Though. Exactly. Even though Benzema is aging, like right now, it's going to be it's going to take a little bit of time to ease Holland into Real Madrid. You think I think Holland displaces Benzema easy. I mean, he's outperforming him right now and he's much younger. But I would think I as good as Benzema is, I mean, I think Holland displaces him easily. I mean, we just saw <clears throat> we just saw a obviously not the same magnitude of young star, but when Luka Jovic came to Real Madrid, he really just he really struggled to get any game time. That's uh, true. But and then Bayern. I think Bayern is gonna not gonna buy him. That was the the report was that they weren't interested this summer actually, but they are interested in him long term. Uh, with Lewandowski in, in there, he's the best striker in the world, and I don't think that it's a great career move if Holland decides to go to Bayern. Yeah. So for me, for me, I'm between two clubs. If I if I'm Holland, um, I think I'm choosing between Barcelona and Manchester City. And here's my reasoning. For Manchester City, I mean, what a team. You're joining, like, a complete team already. They're playing, and a team who really, like, who's just gotten rid of the striker who's carried them for the last 10 years. Right. Um, if they need somebody to replace him, and you're going to be that new, you're going to be the new Sergio Aguero. But at the same time, there's not that much pressure on him because they've played this whole season without a center forward. And they're still top of the table, but I don't even know how many, how many points. And they're still playing brilliant football. So it's not like there's not that much pressure on him to come in and start scoring right away and performing. Um, and, of course, a rival of Manchester United, his dad played for Leeds, his dad played for City, his dad hates Manchester United. So there's all of that going in as well. Premier right. League is the most competitive league in the world. Puts him on a big stage. Um, Pep, one of, like one of the best managers, if not the best manager right now in the world. Um, everything's it's, i think i think manchester city is perfectly set up for him like it's just set up for a new young person to come in without that much pressure and just take off everything's there all the ingredients yep the point behind him fitting him and my reason for barcelona is almost the opposite barcelona big trouble first of all they're big money trouble as well so we don't even know how the finances would work on that but they're they're starting to perform this this year of course this calendar year they've, they've definitely upped their game but I mean, a lot of aging players. Messi is like always, you know, is he is he staying? Is he going? Is he staying? Is he going? Um, a lot of their new signings have come in and just not performed. Um, they've had to make do with like Martin Braithwaite coming in. Um, a lot of issues going around the club. Um, so the complete opposite, in my opinion, of Manchester City. But then this is an opportunity for him to come in. And, and be the guy that turns, yeah. yeah, that turns around. That's what Barcelona are promising. You can come in and be the guy who takes us. Like from Manchester United's perspective, you can be, you know, like the Eric Cantona that came in and just like won us titles right away. And now he's like, you know, a club legend. Um, same thing. Like that's what people wanted with Bruno Fernandez, and it could still happen. He's completely turned things around. Like you can be that one player. You can be our main man. We'll build the whole team around you. Um, you can be our main man, and that can be a really promising. You know, thing. So I think Manchester City is a safer bet. 
Uh, but Barcelona also very promising, and it's Barcelona. Like there's right. no bigger team in the world than Barcelona. So but those like, are my two options. I mean, yeah, I I agree with you. It is, I guess, selfishly, I would love to see him in Liverpool, but realistically, I don't think it's going to happen. Just based, also based on the the historic transfer history of FSG and Liverpool, they haven't really been the guys to go out and sign that hundred million dollar plus player. Yeah, I mean, they got Allison and Van Dyke, but. I, I think those were kind of existential circumstances, but maybe who knows? Maybe that Holland will fit that same bill. I mean, but if I was him, I would probably, unfortunately, opt to go to Manchester City. I, I'm this. This is just the situation is too perfect. You know, you have a club legend in Aguero and a and a legend in general in Aguero leaving the club, um, and he's able to step right into those shoes immediately and fill in around surrounded by a good team. A great team um but yeah it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening in the next few months and maybe i guess in the next year or so with holland and because i mean we about we all know that his i would actually be, think it'd be kind of cool if he stayed at dortmund for a long time but i don't think that's gonna be realistic no it's not gonna happen not gonna happen i'd love it if it happened but it's not gonna happen all right do you want to move on to the last who am i segment yeah all right, all right. Let's, let's wrap this up so i'll go first this time Okay. Um, what do I tell you? So you tell me it's, the age and what group they're in. Here's your turn to go into group F. Oh, great. With a 21-year-old group Fer. 21-year-old group F. Oh, man. All right. My first guess, Joao Felix. Joao Felix. No, sir. Not Joao Felix. Nope. Okay. Um, twenty-one-year-old is it Kai Havertz? It's not Kai Havertz. Good guessing. Good guessing. So okay. now I tell you his position. Yeah. He is a winger. Lots winger of in the group. Twenty-one-year-old winger. Yeah, there are lots of good wingers here. Um. I want to say Dumbele, but I'm pretty sure he's a little bit older. I think he's like 24 or so. Um, I'm trying to think of, okay, French wingers, guys that come to mind. I mean, I'm not sure. Would you put Mbappe as a winger or a striker? Um, Dumbele, Kingsley Coleman, a little bit older than that. Uh Okay, so I'm gonna come. I'm gonna not say he's French. Germany. You have Nabry, um, Kai Havertz, Timo Werner. I think Timo is a little bit older than that too. He's a, he's like, yeah, okay. Uh, man, this is tough. Good. That's what group I need. F, I, man, Group F is not not nice. Yeah, it's the thing because you think you would, you think you it would be hard because there are too many players to choose from. But actually, when it comes to the some the pressure, and then you just can't think of any names. Like you oh. haven't named you haven't named many twenty one year olds. Is it Dominic Soboslai? He's Hungarian. Maybe you're trying to throw me a curveball. Oh, no, it's not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
21-year-old winger. Oh, I do like the guess, though. Okay, I think this might be a good shout. Is it Pedro Neto? Oh, yes, it is. Oh, wow. That's, that was pretty lucky. But, you know, he's, wow. been, he's been all the rage, I guess, this season with Wolves. Yeah, well done. I just I thought he was just gonna I like if you thought of him, I knew you would get him. But I just yeah. think I just thought he would like slip your mind. Because when you think of Portugal, you think, you know, when you think of players for Portugal, like attacking it's like like Ronaldo, Bruno, Bernardo Silva, João Felix, and then you'll just like stop. Like that's like five, six names. You know, yeah. What I mean? But um, none of those guys are really in except for João Felix, who I already guessed. No, yeah, none of them are 21. I just, looking for. I, yeah, I was just relying on the fact that you wouldn't think of them. But yeah, that's what, four points or five points or something? Yeah, that's four points because I got it on the second clue. So All good right, stuff for me. So All I've, right. I've got to get it. I've got to get it on the first one here. Okay, so to tie it up, you have to get it on the first one. And yep. my player, he's 31 years old, and he Ooh. plays in Group C. 31 in Group C. Which means he's either Austrian Dutch, Macedon- North Macedonian, North Macedonian, or Ukrainian. Or Ukrainian. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say that you don't know any North Macedonian players um, <laughs> from our conversation earlier. Okay. Ukrainian, right. I feel like you probably don't know. I mean, Zinchenko, I guess, but he's not 31. Um, Austria, we're between Austria and the Netherlands. Austria, who would you know? I think you'd only know Alaba. And he is, oh, how old is he? He's 30 something. I've got a feeling he's a little bit older than 31, but I'll keep him in the back of my mind. So Alaba, David Alaba, and the Netherlands, 31 years old. Oh, maybe you're going back to your Liverpool roots here. Genie. Maybe you're letting the genie out of the bottle. I don't know, though. Is he 31 or is he 30? I know he's, he's around there. Those could be my two guesses, though, Alaba and Genie Wijnaldum. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to go for those two. I'm going to go for um, Alaba first. Alaba is not correct. Is it Genie? No, it's not. Actually, Alaba's oh! 28 and Wijnaldum is 30. So you're a little bit off. Oh, Alaba's 28? Yeah. Wow. I thought he was way older than that. So his position, this player oh. is wow. another <laughs> – he's another – Versatile player. Shaw, shut up. He plays defensive mid, left back, or center back. Oh, it's got to be Daily Blind. It's got to be Daily Blind. That's my guess right away. Yeah, that's right. Daily Blind. Yeah. I, I could not let my man. I would never have gotten him on the first guess, but I would never let my man, former Manchester United player, Daily Blind. Oh, there's only one guy who plays left back, center back, defensive mid, 31. <laughs> It's never going to be. No, All right. yeah, I was, I was always going to get it. So I guess you're still up by one point. Overall. Yeah, I'm. So now it's 34 to 33. So it's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. After that horrific, um, Emre Chan performance, also, <laughs> also helped by some, some, some mind games by you, but oh, you weren't going to yeah. do them either way. Oh, I was bad. That was a bad performance. Bad performance, but that's all right. Still within one point. You never know. Next week I'll pull it back. Definitely. All right. That was a that was a pretty fun, pretty fun little 
episode there. Um, we got some good games coming up this weekend. The Premier League is finally back, and we'll probably talk about those games, breaking them down next time. Wait to see you guys. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace.